Welcome to Backyards and Bevies. Grab your favorite bevy, pull up a chair, and enjoy the ride. Hey, B&B fam. This podcast is sponsored to you by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is there something getting in the way of your happiness? I know when I traveled the world, I had many days where BetterHelp's worldwide service of licensed professional therapists could have helped me speak to someone no matter where I was in the world about whatever was happening in my life and with zero judgment. With their ability to match me with a therapist that best fits me, I know my mental health would have been way better back then. Believe me, I needed it. But I'm here to share a way for you to take back control of your mental health by telling you about BetterHelp's awesome services they have for you to talk with a pro about your life through their app or just online. Whether it is a video session or some simple messaging, their team is here to help. I went to check out the app for myself just to see how easy it was to use, and after a series of questions, I was told I would be able to start matching with a therapist in under 48 hours. And what is super rad is that it's affordable and they even offer financial aid too. So come join the 2 million users that have already been helped and gain back control of your mental health by visiting betterhelp.com backyards for 10% off your first month. Remember, BetterHelp is therapy done securely online. Don't forget to use the special code backyards and let BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, help you to start living a happier life today. And we're live. Woo! We had a new uh, motorcycle intro. Ta-da! Was it Wiley? <laughs> um, hey, welcome to this afternoon's edition of B and B Backyards and Bevies. Your midweek treat. Your midweek treat. Whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I need, we need a machine that does... Burr, 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 the, like, DJ Khaled or... noise. <laughs> I think the... Burr, 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 burr. Or just an annoying air horn sound. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of DJs, we have some DJ talk to talk about here in a second, actually, which is quite funny that we brought that up. Uh, and I didn't even think about it, but it is uh, those noises are quite fun. For sure. Sound effects in general are fun. Well, and not to go off on a tangent, but just to say this real quick, like, you know if you hear a certain DJ's song. Oh, yeah. Like, it becomes their signature sound, their signature intro. Uh-huh. Like, he's always like, DJ Khaled or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's branding. Uh, you, or you know that the beat's about ready to drop. Mm-hmm. You know something's going to happen if you're in the club and that... Yeah. Or like uh, uh, Mike Will Made It. It's like, <laughs> Mike Will Made It. I mean, you know, as soon as you hear that, you're like, ooh, I yes. love this stuff. Oh, it's great. It, it's great. Uh, we, we, the air horn is annoying, yeah. but the ones that are like super unique are, are definitely That one cool. that Mike Will Made It definitely is a unique yeah. one. That, we have been talking, I mean, most of our stuff is music related because we were in the music business for so long. And mm. we, we actually just heard a, your four-part series on how you got into the business how yeah. you stepped it up in the business and where you are and where you plan to be and mm-hmm. and it's funny because when we first started we were like oh okay let's just do you're like i think i can do it in one and i was like two i was like probably three and then by the third one you're like oh my gosh how you forget like how <laughs> much time like how many years spent the effort all the stories don't get me started on time again remember yeah, the other night you, yeah we you went... were time machining and started talking about things that i could not wrap my brain around and i was like well if i wasn't pregnant i'd be on the same level as you but no um but it was fun i, I thought that so by the time you hear this one uh we would have already done our friend camille 
Yeah, uh, I'm excited and to hear her that one. awesome NB uh, goods business yes. and all the talk and the documentary she was a part of. And now you're listening to us, you know, a couple weeks past where when you dropped your stuff and it was mm-hmm. cool. We, we went through a lot of stuff. Um, and in that process, uh, I was asked to go do something, you know, you and, were. and we I've been asked for the last. We'll see. When did the panoramic start? It started. I mean, everything locked down like March 13th of 2020. 2020. So I flew home from Australia. You were good day. working with Queen. Let's put another shrimp on the Bobby. Except they don't say that. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I, Australians probably hate it when people say that. Probably. I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Or uh, like we don't put shrimps on the Barbie. I mean, they we don't have, call it a Barbie. They have to put them on something. <laughs> but but do they actually like that? Sounds like something that Adam, Crocodile Dundee says or something that's ridiculous. N- that's not a knife. Yeah, this, this is, is a, a knife. knife. <laughs> this is why you love me because I can yeah. quote that movie. Or Foster, with you. Australian for beer. Oh my gosh, those commercials were so Catchy. good back in Great. the day. Yeah. So all right, we're going off on a tangent yeah, yeah. again. So, but but it was it was fun. That was my last tour. Then I hung it up. I started something really really crazy mm-hmm. that I always had wanted to do, and we're starting to actually see uh, the end goal to it. You mm-hmm. know, like we just sent off the project to someone who is going to look at it mm-hmm. with a fine tooth comb. So, I mean, like my life is completely different. I'm out of the music business. I don't yeah, think you have about been it out for two plus years. Yeah, I don't think about it really. Like I talk to a lot of people in the music business still. I still have friends in the music business, mm-hmm. but like I don't wake up and go, when's my next gig? Where am I going? How am I getting there? Right. How long am I gone? It's a completely different lifestyle. So when I get the phone calls, it's real simple for me to be like, okay, here's my number. Okay, that's too high. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and Basically, it, you're throwing out a ridiculously high number so that they can be like, "Yeah, we can't afford that." And you're like, "Okay, well, I'm not going. I'm not going to leave then." If someone did though, it would it would do all the things we needed it to do. Mm-hmm. It would basically take us back to even so that like we could afford childcare and all these things. Right. And if I had to go on the road and da 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 da. But yeah, I'm asking for a ridiculous amount, not because I want to be that guy, but because I just I really enjoy what. My, your time has value. My time has value. It has mm-hmm. a different value because I'm doing these things. Right. Yes, the podcast is big. The podcast is building an audience. The uh, But the project is what I've been really focused on. So to get mm-hmm. these phone calls, 98% of the time, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Right. And so that I, I and do. you've gotten quite a lot of phone calls I've gotten of some, people needing you. I've gotten some pretty awesome phone calls, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not, and I'm not going to name drop just because I'd like to keep those confidential. But I've gotten some big ones where I was like, I love the people out there. I love the band. I love everything about what I would go do and where it's at. Mm-hmm. But if I did that, everything that I've worked so hard on for the last two years would go away. That's true. Not to say go away, but it would really put a... The progress would stop. I would not be able to focus my attention uh, to the client if, like, let's say I was going to go on a tour. Mm -hmm. It would be really hard for me to give my attention to them, plus give my attention to over here, like, what I'm doing here, plus then, Mm -hmm. like, try to, like, FaceTime home and all those things. So, so yes, the number is ridiculous for so many other reasons. And so... So, yeah, so we talked about your story, and then out of nowhere, I think uh, you might have actually had, we were at work or something, you came home, and I was like, hey, uh, so I got a phone call today to go fill in mm-hmm. mixing front of house. And that was always the position that I never really, 
I had done it. I'd filled in a lot. I'd kind of had baby bands that I mixed front of house for, but I was never like quote unquote a front of house mixer, you know, or the engineer for the band that mixed the live sound. And for our listeners who don't know what that is, that's the guy or girl at the sound ball, the soundboard pushing all of the buttons, basically making sure the live show sounds good. Yeah, and that was always one of those like. I was just I, I was on the cusp of either continuing down one path or the other, and we talked about all that, and mm-hmm. and so when I get the calls, it's always like, oh, ooh, that's enticing, and there, right. I get FOMO. I have FOMO. I mean, there, it'd be crazy for me to say like I don't have FOMO. Yeah, and you'd be lying. Yeah, especially right now because everyone's over in Europe on these awesome European festivals tours. Stuff, festival yeah. season over in Europe is beautiful. You get to like, well, you get to see a city for a few hours and <laughs> maybe <laughs> drink some wine, whatever, yeah. uh, eat some good food, but. There was always something super cool about seeing friends, and you cross paths with so many different tours through that European season that it really did make that kind of touring fun. Mm -hmm. So, I get this call, and it was from a a monitor engineer, and he was like, hey, do you want to come fill in as a front house guy here in town? And it's three days, Mm -hmm. uh, two days rehearsal, one day show down at the bar that your boss owns. Yeah. Yeah. You were going to go Actually, mix. I'm still wearing the shirt from last night because you I, are. I was down. Was a very late, busy night it for you. It was a late night, early morning. Yeah. And then I set all this up and I was like, you know what? My glam, uh, my gla- I, put, I let my glam team sleep in today, so they weren't here. So I, I don't even have a hat I'm on today. I'm pretty much your glam team. So I don't know what you're talking about because yeah. I was up before you. <laughs> I have no hat on today. I'm, I'm a mess, but you look good. But yeah, you were at All, All Red, Red, and the reason that the show was there was because it is CMA, CMA Fest. Fest. So and, and Spotify, yeah, basically turns the entire All Red building into. Multiple mini shows. Yeah, they show. Every artist gets like thirty minutes Mm -hmm. that are like all over their playlists, Mm -hmm. and it is just madness. Yeah, and I've done the best lineup for sure. Oh, yeah, hands down. And we'll get to the lineup here in a minute, but I mean, CMA Fest is a really interesting thing for a town to have because it's not just one stage, and it's not just two stages in the same vicinity. It's like. All the over whole downtown. town, mm-hmm. and there's music in every bar. There's stages yep. throughout Nashville, the stadium to the amphitheater to the riverfront to the you know, and then name any bar that has yeah. a, a, a stage now. Well, the record labels have their own Showcases. like bar restaurants where you know if their artists aren't playing one of the official stages put on by CMA Fest, they're playing a stage there. So I mean, it is just. It's more music than one person can possibly consume. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no because way there's to see everybody. so many people playing at the same time. It's just it's wild. And, and it, the weather has been beautiful. Yeah. And I always found it annoying. And I think I, I'm not going to lie. I well, think working most, it is tough. Well, working it is tough. And I was I've been on it multiple times at the stadium. Mm-hmm. And it's a long day because you especially if you're the headliner. For a 30 minute set. <laughs> you get there at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., you mm-hmm. load everything in, then you do the sound check, and then it's like, see you later. And living in Nashville, okay, traveling in maybe, and you get a you have a bus and you can go yeah. sit on the bus. 
But traveling to a stage when you live here and then you have to drive downtown at seven in the morning to then just drive home. Figure out parking. Yeah, it's a lot. It makes it a very, very long day. And so when I got the call originally, I was like, oh, man, do I really want to do this? And it was for an artist I used to work for Mm -hmm. as like a system engineer. And I was like. I really like, I've always liked him. I've always l- looked at, hi- at, as, at him as a person who not only had similar traits to me, like he was wild, he liked motorcycles, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden he became a dad and I was yeah. like, man, that's kind of cool. Settled down, like, he had got tattoos. married, yeah. became a family man, found God. Yeah, like, like he, we have very similar paths. You do. You do, actually. And um, there was something about that. And so... Then the crew, you know, and then the band. All your buddies. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, all right, there's a lot of people that I haven't necessarily like worked with in a while because I've, I've seen them outside yeah, of it. Yeah, we hang out and, with them sometimes. And, and some of them I actually haven't seen in years. And so it was like, you know what? It's three days. I asked you and you said, why don't you go mix Tyler Hubbard? Mm-hmm. And I said. Hmm. Of Florida Georgia Line. Yeah. Who has now launched a solo career. Yeah. Oh, and his new music is so good. Fire. And. And when we Love talked about music. it at first, I was like, I don't, it's been a while since I've hopped on that bicycle. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. going to remember the buttons and I don't know if I'm going to remember how to even mix. And I, and uh, th- there was nerves inside of me. But ultimately, the nerves went away real quick because all of a sudden I realized, well, for one, I don't I'm not looking for another front of house gig. <laughs> right. So all I all I can really do is go give the best product I can and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I never did before is I never really like treated it as fun. I treated it as super detailed work because, oh my gosh, if I don't do this good, then I'm not going to get another tour and then I'm mm-hmm. not going to make money. And then, 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 right. Right. So when you said yes, all of a sudden all the emotions came back like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go do a gig. Yeah. Like, whoa, this is kind of crazy because mm-hmm. we just said I haven't done a, anything for well, and I had it, and I hadn't mixed at this point on almost three years because the last thing years, I had yeah. mixed was Aiba. The, what? No, I thought didn't you mix Ray Lynn after that? No, I, no, because when I came back, um, I went to, huh? Maybe I don't know. No, yeah, no, I no, think I, you did. I think you mixed because Aiba. Yeah, you mixed Ray Lynn after that. No, whatever. But either way, either way, I didn't mix since 18, 2018. Wow, twenty zero eighteen. That's crazy, mm. right? Yeah. So there was like a lot more nerves too because it was like, well, not only am I like mixing, I'm mixing someone who's re like rebranding themselves. Yeah, so, launching a new career as a solo so artist. You, you have but all, has a big following already because of his duo. But relaunching yourself is hard. And so mm-hmm. not only do you have the label looking at you, you have all the you know, label executives and then you have all your the management PR all the people, people yeah. and then you have all these people. So all of a sudden, a little bit of that side in, it was like, okay, go have fun because if you have fun, you'll do better. Mm-hmm. Just go have fun. Even if at first you struggle or you fight through, you have two days of rehearsals to figure it out. Thank goodness. Well, and besides the fact, like you said a second ago, that you really like Tyler. Yeah. So you obviously wanted to do a good job for him. Yeah. You know, like this was his first ever show. Solo. As a solo artist. Yeah. Huge. Huge. I mean, that's in, you know, there's a lot riding on that for in in his world alone. Big time. So, yeah, like, it, but, it, but it all came back all of a sudden. It was like, all right, I get to go do this thing and, and, and the, all the nerve. Oh, my. I don't, I don't know really the term to say 
but driving down to rehearsals was an interesting feeling. I wasn't on a bus. I wasn't. Do- I, it was like I was back working in a small little audio company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the console was just a very like simple console. There wasn't a bunch of bells and whistles. Yeah. It was like this. This guy is going back to the roots of where he's he not like all the way back, but he's going back and he's mm-hmm. going to do his a showcase for everyone. Right. So it was cool. And I just have to say thank you for, you know, not only giving me the opportunity um, to go down there and do that, but it was it was really, really interesting. And and so then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Now I'm, I have to go downtown for CMA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not envy you. This is the first time I have not been at CMA Fest at all. I mean, I guess probably since. I started working in the industry here, other than when we didn't have it because of COVID, obviously. CMAs, I've, like I said earlier, I've been able to be on it in multiple, Mm -hmm. uh, I got to mix like Marin Morris in the stadium one time, which was super cool, you know, and and the cool thing about CMA Fest is that everybody's not necessarily, let's say, equal, but everybody gets an equal playing time. Correct. Which is really cool because it allows for artists who have made it to just go in and play the hits and get off stage and Mm -hmm. give the fans exactly what they want. Right. Then it gives like these new artists to get up there and showcase Yeah, showcase a few different songs in front of people who may or may not have ever clicked on them or looked at them. So, Mm -hmm. but it means that there's a lot of people. I mean, it draws in so many people. Hundreds of thousands. So though I was, one thing I've I've said before is I hate crowds. You do. Yeah. (laughs) So here I am. I sign up for something I haven't done in forever. I am now driving to my first rehearsal in over like three years or, you know, two years mm-hmm. plus. Then all of a sudden, all the emotions of like being in a crowd and then being in a downtown Nashville crowd and then having to draw. Oh, man, my yeah. nerves were Your up anxiety and down. Was a little high. But then it wasn't all of a sudden. Then like I had, I, you know, I like I was like, all right. Clearly, the big guy put me here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I am doing this to do something, whatever it may be. It, it and you know what it did? It ended up helping us uh, uh, take in a little bit of uh, cash flow mm-hmm. to help with the project. Yeah. And I just kept thinking about that. I just kept telling myself, "This is this is helping Tyler. This is helping me. This is helping the bigger picture." Mm-hmm. And however, I want to piece that together. However, I want to say it. All it's really doing is helping. Right. It's exposure for him. It's giving me the means to go and do this. So however I feel, I have been placed here and I have to go do a good job. Right. So suck it up. Yes. Because <laughs> it is, I don't know, falling away from something and then going back to it, which I don't want to go back to touring. Right. That's something that I don't want to do. So I, I really, really looked at it in the best light I could possibly look at it, and that was only fun. But I think it was also a really great confidence booster for you that if situations like this arise in town, there's an awards show, there's a festival, you know, somebody's playing a show at the arena and all of a sudden their engineer is sick or, or whatever the case may be, you can be out of the game for over two years even longer than that as far as mixing goes yeah. and be able to jump right back in there yeah. and know that you can go crush it for somebody. Because if anybody sees 
videos on Instagram or anything like that of T-Hub's performance, it sounds phenomenal. Mm-hmm, so you did you. a great job. No, thank and you. And this is being captured on iPhones. This is, <laughs> they're not plugging into Pro Tools to get a good board mix. No. So, I used to say, I, I, I would tell engineers that when I would be behind them and they would have like a bad show or something like that, mm-hmm. I would purposely go look for iPhone or for phone footage. Yeah. Because people are capturing that moment to go show someone. Mm-hmm. So even though you might think the arena show or the room sounded bad, if if you can translate the sound to a phone nowadays, you're winning. 100%. And, and that, that sounds kind of bad, but in a way it's not because that's how everybody wants to share their life is through videos mm-hmm. or through some sort of social interaction with other people. And so, you know, we talk about it all the time, that emotion that people get from getting a like or from getting, you know, a smile. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if, if, if there's one thing that I wanted to do was make sure that I translated Tyler to people because people were going to be sharing it. Right. Well, and I think it's even more of a testament to you doing a good job that, Tyler was then sharing all these stories that people were posting on Instagram to his own Instagram story. (laughs) So obviously he thought it sounded good (laughs) enough for him to send out to all of his followers. So good job. I didn't get fired. You did not get fired. (laughs) Got paid, had a good time. (laughs) I mean, I guess if I did get fired, I wouldn't really know about it because, you know, like there... You if haven't heard any complaints. If I didn't get a call back, well, I guess I'm here doing this for the rest of my That's life. okay. <laughs> but you also, in addition to mixing Tyler, so, so you yeah. got another phone call yeah, shortly so after that. In the pro- Okay, so back up a little bit. So starting in like 2014, we had this small uh, rap act come out with us as, an, o- as an opening Stop. act. Stop. Um, his name was Nelly. Yeah. Not small. Not small at all. Did you, okay. By far one of so, my all-time favorites. One of the things that he does in his show, um, and I don't know if it, a lot of people, and I used to always, I, I liked Nelly. I always did. I always thought that his music was fun. I wore that Country Grammar album oh. out. L- like, literally wore it out to the point that the CD would not play anymore <laughs> because I had played it so many times. So I had to go buy another one. That's amazing. That's how many times I listened to That's that record. CD. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Um, like the whatever yeah. that uh, coating is on the bottom of a CD, uh-huh. like that was peeling off. That's amazing. I had basically like burned through it with the laser. Burned through it. Mm, so good. But he, I I never realized it. So, okay, I liked Nelly always as a rapper. Maybe he wasn't the best or however you want to look at it, but I always, so I always enjoyed his stuff, right? So when I started mixing him, I was like, oh my gosh, this brings back so many emotions. And they asked me to mix him on you know, as an opening act in 2014. So that's how on the FGL, Mm -hmm. we were doing like a small baseball stadium tour. Small baseball. Well, it was, it was like minor league. Like I, this wasn't, we were, this wasn't the major one that he ended up also doing with you guys. Um, I actually mixed him a few times and that's Mm -hmm. how the relationship started. And so, um, but one really, really cool thing about Nelly, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, is that he has a number one rap, uh, album or I think song. Mm-hmm. He's had a number one R and B song. He's had a number one country song. Yeah, with an... Tim McGraw. I mean, dude is across multiple genres. I think he and pop radio. Pop, I like... think I think he has awards too, and a lot of these different things. So you hear the name Nelly, and sure, you probably think country grammar or hot in here mm-hmm. or grill or you name. There's yeah. a bunch of songs. Yeah, so many good ones. <laughs> but he puts 
on a show. Such a fun show. I mean, if you've never... He is electrifying to watch. Absolutely fire. Mm -hmm. Like, him and uh, City is his hype guy. Mm -hmm. They go out there and they just crush. And they used to only be a DJ, City, and then there was a DJ and then two hype guys and Nelly. Mm Mm-hmm. So here I am. I get the call to do Tyler. Everything's agreed upon. I'm happy. They seem happy. Uh, and like very, very shortly after. And this is this is also a fun thing about this industry is it is small. Mm-hmm. So the minute something happens, someone else hears about it. Right. So all of a sudden, uh, the guy that asked me to do this um, suddenly goes, hey, do you want to also do Mix Nelly? Because he's right after us, mm-hmm. and and I paused. and Tyler was going to perform with him too, right? Well, I didn't know that at ah. first. I figured that you mm-hmm. can only assume that, but you never know. Like right. it's his set. If you know, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. And, and you pl- only get thirty minutes. Well, and plus Tyler probably, you know, the the one song that they had big, big that they always did was Cruise. Right. So and you know when you're FGL, and that's so you don't FGL. really want to go back to the duo thing. Yeah, you don't want to like if you're going to showcase your stuff, you mm-hmm. don't want to showcase your old stuff because then you're just drawing people back to that right so so i I wasn't sure but i was like you know what i'm already there might as well might as well make a little extra cash and so i get to see your buddies that are and get to see my buddies with nelly so so i said sure i have their dude reach out to me and sure enough like two minutes later i get a text message bloop Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it was like, hey, man, I heard you do, 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 do. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. We're off to the races. So there in my mind, I'm like, and Nelly, though it at the time when I was mixing, it was only like, you know, five inputs. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of work because it's not just tracks. Like, sure, there's like some tracks, but mm-hmm. he, him, City and the other hype guy, they also sang pretty right. heavily right and took turns and battled and mm-hmm. flipped and i mean it so you're it's a it's a workout mm-hmm. and then i'm so i'm riding with their manager and, and he's like uh yeah it's a full band too this time i'm like what i've yeah. never had i've never Not just mixed DJ, we got real with, musicians i was like oh this is gonna be good but oh here comes the work right, right. <laughs> so all of a sudden the work started to set in because Sure, there's fun involved, but there's also a lot of work. And so, you know, my uh, stacking emotions on emotions on emotions. Right. But still, in the back of my mind, it's all fun. I have nothing to worry about. I have zero to worry about. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time in a lot of in a lot of my life I, I wasn't worried about doing something. It was really just the process of doing it. Right. Like, going downtown was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Dealing with crowds the was parking, annoying. Yeah. Parking. You know, even dealing and and I say this in the in the best way possible. Even dealing with management can be at times tedious because you know sure. they're they're uh, now you deal with emails and, and text messages and and some phone calls, but it's hard to like sometimes get a like an answer right away, and so mm-hmm. you're waiting or you're like, hey, what's up with this or what's going on with this or what do we do here and and you know so i was dealing with that and i was like dang this is maybe i maybe i don't want to do this <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh i forgot there's a lot of detail there is a lot of, of details this. yeah um but so back to nelly that i was i i generally was excited because i knew during cma fest nelly being a crossover artist like is what like he is i knew that it would be a bomb show for one mm-hmm. and then for two it was just going to be 
over the top excitement mm-hmm. because Tyler and then Nelly and then it's downtown Nashville at twelve thirty a.m. Yeah, not they were the last two artists <laughs> they to play. Were the last two artists to play. So it was party time. Oh, it was party time, and we were in a small you know old red is big but you're still mixing stadium arena people inside of a small club club yeah but if blake can do it i can do it for sure anybody can do it if blake can put his whole band on that stage and have a rock he does which he has a rock star of a show okay then get that out of your mind so it's like Mm -hmm. almost you're eliminating stuff when you're like you know like imagine going back to riding a bicycle imagine not riding a bicycle for a few years Mm mm-hmm it has been a long time since I've ridden a bicycle. Yeah, so when you pull the bike out, you have to like start going, okay, let me get on it, check. Mm-hmm. Let me put my feet on the pedal, check. Mm-hmm. Let me, and that's really basically what I started to do. And so we get into rehearsals, and yes, those were in the back of my mind, like, okay, I'm in a club. I've never mixed in this club before. I've been in there. I've seen the system. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I'm on a new console that I haven't been on in, gosh, knows how many years. Right. Uh. And then here we are in rehearsals now. Boom. I'm like in a big boomy room too. It's right. aluminum everywhere. I'm like, oh gosh, this is going to be sound just... totally different than it's going to sound <laughs> when you're actually in all red. Total, different PA system. Yep. I'm like, oh, you know what? I just need to bring up channels and faders and instruments. And that's yep. all I started to do. And, and really riding, then there was, there it was. I just pushed on the pedal. And riding the bicycle came back to me. Love it. It was insane. It was, it really, really was a cool feeling. And there was a little bit of um, emotion involved because it's like, uh, I don't know how to really put this, but like bringing up something in a big speaker system is just fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a little bit of a, of a, like a fun rush behind it. You know, it's like you hear a guitar at, you know, let's say 90 decibels or 85 decibels, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a, it's loud, but it's not that loud. Then you push that thing up to like 95, 96, 97. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this is like some power. I can feel this. Yeah, yeah. You start to feel instruments. You start to get those like old emotions of like what a crowd is going to feel. And then you start to think about like, what is the crowd looking for? And all these little details. And then all these songs are new. Hold on. I have no yeah. reference, really. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, but the band was in the same boat I was. You know, they were learning, learning stuff. Them, they were yeah. doing things. So, well, it, Tyler's stuff, he only has one song out so far yeah, off of his have... upcoming record. Yeah. So you were hearing, you couldn't, like, go to Spotify and get familiar with what the songs are supposed to sound like yeah. or anything. And, and when I would go fill in for Jared on the FGL shows, I had already heard those shows live a thousand times. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, I know exactly what the kick drum should be sounding like here. Right. I know exactly what. So it yeah, was. You were starting from scratch completely. Basically. And, but it, therein lies that that fun again mm-hmm. it was like ah oh, this little is adventure. yeah a little adventure a little uh like uh it was like an amuse bouche <laughs> let's Love get it. let's get the meal started here yeah. and it was it was and uh and it went great it was crazy how much fun we had we were in there everyone was laughing we were going on we were we were all kind of just going through the paces of like all right, we're starting from scratch. Let's let's piece this together. All right, here's the kick drum. Here's the snare. Here's the hi hat. All right, let's add a little guitar. Let's add some rhythm. 
and all of a sudden it all came together and it was like, okay, well now let's run it a couple of times. Oh, there it is. There's the fun. Okay. Let's work on this part. Let's mm. add a little reverb. Let's add a little, now let's start, you know, putting the sprinkles on the cake. And, and by the end of it, it was like, okay, I can do this. It's awesome. <laughs> and, I love it. And I've always been a nervous mixer. Mm-hmm. probably because I was always terrified that if I didn't do good, everybody in the arena would go tell my boss, be like, oh my gosh, how how could but you let this probably guy? Probably also because you were always a fill-in. So you were always having to take on somebody else's pre-established work. Yeah. Well, So you were always going to yeah. be compared to the engineer that you were replacing for those X number of shows. Exactly. Versus being able to establish yourself as the engineer on a tour and your mix is their point of reference and stuff like that. So no matter what, you were starting out as being compared to somebody else. I was, yeah. By management, by a lot of things. By everybody. And he has a new management, so it was kind of cool because I knew whoever was going to walk through the door didn't know me and I didn't know them and they Mm -hmm. didn't know anything about my style of mixing or anything. So... It was it was a cha- it was challenging, but in the reality, it really wasn't that challenging because I I kept just going in a great way. I, oh yeah. So all right. Long story short, you know, like we went through all these rehearsals, then all of a sudden it's like, all right, it's show day. Mm-hmm. And back to the whole CMA fest thing. <laughs> it is a mess. I mean, wild. So many people. They everywhere. Well, they shut down streets. I mean, they they there's. Everything that you think you or you're like, okay, I'm gonna go park here. Nope, nope, no nope, access. No, you can't drive here. You can't walk here. You can't do this. And then each stage has different laminates. And yep. there's always the 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 overall laminate that will get you in everywhere. But so <laughs> I uh, I can look back on many many tours of walking out to front of house, and uh, my always my biggest thing was I always had to look for an out. Mm. I always wanted to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like in the back of my mind, I sure I'm I'm worried about the mix, but I just uh, I don't know. You're like, I'm... where's the closest bathroom? Yeah. Like, what if I have to pee? Like, I don't want to like run up a bunch of stairs. And you have to. And at it all red. Your... There is on no... the second floor. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. I get downtown and I start talking to the engineers and stuff and they're like, oh, that's cool. You you mix it. Are you out on tour with anyone? And I'm like, nope, I'm a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, I know I came out of retirement. This is kind of crazy. It's kind of... and um, But the whole day, I wasn't nervous about the mix anymore. I was nervous about showtime and when I had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> As silly as that it. sounds, that was that be, slowly became my biggest worry, and I, I kind of use that as energy. You know, like you take things and you use it as energy to mm-hmm. like get you through moments. And it was like, okay, I've already surpassed the mix. I'm not worried about the mix anymore. And then we did the sound check, but then the, the nervous side of my my bladder kicked in. I was like, okay, well now I got to go walk the building to make sure I know the fastest route. Route, route, routes, routes, routes <laughs> possible to get to the restrooms. I and, love it. And uh, yeah, I figured that all out. And um, then Nelly shows up, and well, actually, his band shows up, and they were tight. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Thank it, goodness, made your job so much easier. It just started to make everything about the and day more enjoyable. The whole day turned out to be fun. Every time I turned around, I was laughing or I was joking around, or which is incredible. 
for me to hear you say because you know we've been together almost six years now mm-hmm. and i have witnessed you go through the ups and downs of many 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 tours and one-offs <laughs> and things and i have never heard you say it was so much fun yeah. i had so much fun you yeah. came home last night with the biggest smile on your face you had a great mm-hmm. time and i was just like this is awesome like you had it was no pressure no worries you went out there and did it and you had fun doing it and you crushed it and it showed yeah yeah it was uh it was so you know you asked or at the beginning you brought up the fact that i had done something that i hadn't done in forever and how you know like all that that does for me and and it was a confident boost you know it was i think in life there's little moments that you get that that show what I did before really did stack up Mm -hmm. and it did stay with me, you know, and and I think it'll always stay with me. I think I'll always have the chance to, you know, jump back in if someone needs it. And, and and the, I think one of the biggest compliments that you can get is when, when you, when someone sees you that you used to tour with and they're genuinely like happy and they walk over and they give you a handshake or they give you a hug or, Mm -hmm. it. And it's not fake. <laughs> yeah. You can tell when someone just wants to say hi and then like, move oh, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. But like every person I saw last night in the past few days, it was, hey, how are you? Let's talk. Yeah. It wasn't Fill like, me in on yeah, your life. Yeah. Not, I'm literally saying hi in passing while I go to my next yeah. thing. And sometimes it was just like, let's just have a joke. And mm-hmm. I think that was what really made it fun was that the pressure, sure, it was there. Like the annoyance of driving downtown was there. But the compliments of of coming back and hanging out with the guys and and even being asked to do something, uh, there's something about that too. That very high that, compliment. Well, it is. There is that compliment. It's like sure, maybe there could have been another person, but someone came to me, mm-hmm. and there, that that made my day. It made me smile. I really thanked them a lot for the opportunity. Um, it, you just don't get to do certain things all the time, and and. It reminded me last night of why so many people get so excited to talk about artists. There's an allure behind them. You yeah. know, there is something very, very that's why they call them stars, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like there's a shine. And the the magic in the room last night was crazy because even Tom Hanks was there. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Like the nicest guy on the planet, supposedly. I, I didn't meet him. Uh, we were in the dressing room and they were like, all right, uh, Mr. Hanks is going to be coming up soon. And, Everybody has And to it's leave. a small, like, it's not a venue venue that where yeah. there's like 30 dressing rooms. There's so, you two. know, like, yeah, there's two dressing rooms and, and it was built for Blake to come do shows probably, right. you know, and, and mm-hmm. to do a small showcase. And, and like any other venue in Nashville, it turns into, well, let's stuff 35 people yep. in here today or 35 yep. bands. It'll be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and we'll do it in like four hours. Everybody's going to love it. <laughs> um, So I'm like, wow, Tom Hanks is here. But then you're walking through the backstage area and there's, you know, all these giant artists and mm-hmm. they're all there to share these moments. And and even artists are starstruck of other artists. So it just right. goes to show you what music can do to people. And so the those feelings, though, are just so cool to me. And it just reminded me of it, it just reminded me of those special times that I'll always have that I'll always be able to share with people and tell these stories. And so I think that's why it's cool to do this podcast, even though it might not be really truly about something. Mm-hmm. This podcast was just kind of meant to like 
just invoke that little bit of like spark again, you know, yeah. like there's always room to to go back into your toolbox and reuse a tool for a little bit. You know, it for doesn't sure. mean that I'm going to go back on tour tomorrow next week, though. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does it does show you, though, that in time, you know, take these opportunities to to learn a trick or a trade. You just never know when it'll pay off and then yeah. and then treat it as a high compliment too when you get asked to you know if like you're a great woodworker and all of a sudden you're like oh, I, I i don't have woodworked in forever but someone's like hey man you want to build me a bar stool and you're like you know what sure maybe i will there's something i don't know cool about that, that yeah. when someone asks you to go back to back to your roots or back to something that you were originally good at there i don't know it made me smile really big i'm so glad and then to to be in a room with the other, you know, so big shout out to the old red guys, too, because th that house crew is awesome. Yeah, they're the best. You know, I've dealt with a lot of crews through my career, and they were very professional. They were mm. very willing to, like, accommodate on so many different levels of, like, hey, you know, like, can we move this here? Can mm. we do this? You know, and, and it's really hard for people to say like yes to those days because you have so much going on mm -hmm. <laughs> you have so many artists on stage yeah you're, you're trying to stay on a timeline mm -hmm. a very strict timeline yeah because you know you're dealing with you know you're just dealing with people's time yeah and and especially a bar that closes you know at two you're trying mm -hmm. to get that last artist out there and you're like okay let's let's make sure we close on time but right so i just have to give a big shout out to all those guys because not only did they accommodate we had so many good laughs in the booth That's you know because awesome. i uh, like a club scene if you can picture an arena versus a club you know the sound guy is in the middle of the arena the best place in the house supposedly uh -huh. just everything's perfect about this we were like tucked in a corner mm -hmm. <laughs> up mm -hmm. on this little platform yep. underneath a you know you're just away from everything but we were crammed in there and all we could do was just laugh at the day and those guys have been there since seven well two days in a row since like 7 a.m all day yeah. till 2 a.m back the next day so all i can say is just thank you to those guys for being so nice and just you know helping me <laughs> they're the best i, love I was them. pretty but i had to like i had to make fun of myself too because i'd be like uh, where do I push this button? <laughs> and the guy'd be like, "I got you, buddy. Yeah, don't you know, worry. So, don't so, worry. Don't worry. So it's fun. Uh, and and then I don't know. It, all I can say is mixing Nelly again brought back you know all those emotions too. And For the sure. crowd went wild. So awesome. I'm telling you, if you've never seen Nelly, go see Nelly. Definitely. And go see Tyler Hubbard play solo. Oh my god, he gosh. sounded awesome. Yeah, he did. So so good. Yeah, go online, check out his new stuff. It was it was pretty fun. It was uh that five foot nine song is catchy. Oh, wait till you hear the other ones. I can't. I'm so wait excited. till you hear the other ones. They are and this is not uh, this is, you know, no not me tooting just his horn or anything like that, but the guy can write. He is for a one. phenomenal songwriter. So that that right yeah, there is agree. is giant. And there's one song in particular, I think it's called like thirty fives that uh, or I've 33s or something i don't know but he he announced it to the crowd he was telling mm -hmm. this small little story and it was right before he sang the song he was saying how he originally wrote it for another country artist and they said no to it 
And he was like, oh, well, dang, that sucks. But good for me. Yeah, I'll keep it for myself then. <laughs> and and it, it it's one of those like songs that you hear live that everybody gets into. That's and awesome. it was it was cool because there was like this. Uh, sure, there was like touches of FGL in there because mm -hmm. I don't think you can, you know, part of FGL was Georgia. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, right, right, right. You can never get away from that completely. And. But to listen to his new stuff, yeah, there was that little element, but it was little, and you could see his, his whole career on a different scale, like growing. So great! Yeah, so happy for him. I can't. I hope he and to look over and see Tom Hanks jamming along. Right? <laughs> Wild. Tom Hanks stamp of approval. Love it. I kept saying I want to meet Woody. <laughs> I want to meet Woody. From Toy Story. <laughs> What's your favorite Tom Hanks character? Uh, gosh, I don't even know. He's had so many great movies. I'll, I'll have to think about that and get back to you. I don't know if I could just pick one. Big. You do love that movie. I love you the movie love Big. That I remember movie. watching it as a little kid and just being like, can I go find the, I think it's Voltar or Voltaire, the little Zoltar. Zoltar. Yeah. I, I think was I think I was, I think I was yeah, combining uh, Stranger Things and probably Vecna and Zoltar. <laughs> we were in the dressing room last night trying to figure out Vecna. Mm -hmm. We're like Victor. <laughs> you just texted me. I would know. Vortex. Like we Stranger we went. Fan we named here. every other V. <laughs> did, you, did you ever get it? We did finally. The uh, air and the keyboard player was like turned. It was like vecna we're like <laughs> that's the one <laughs> not verona <laughs> <laughs> terrible <laughs> terrible so but yeah um big was definitely my favorite yeah. tom hanks movie it's a great one what a, uh, uh yeah oh no he wasn't in that let's not go down the tom hanks tangent we'll be here for four hours he's in so many good movies no <laughs> I'm calling it. Let's do it. Calling it. No, now. no. I want to go down the Tom no. Hanks. We're not done. <laughs> we are just starting this podcast. Welcome to Backyards and Bevies, everyone. Oh, no. We are just starting off today, and this no, is going to be amazing. Sir. It no, is sunny sir. out. It's hot. <laughs> are you warm over there? Oh, I'm dying. Are you dying? <laughs> yes. This baby turns me into an oven. Legit. All right. Well, all right, let's uh, let's wrap it up then. Let's make this a short one. We've given people, I think, like some some, some long, long ones, ones to listen yeah. to, so let's make it a short one. But all right, here's my my take on what I did. All I can say is I was very humbled to be asked to go do something so cool again. I'm so glad you got the chance. That was it. I mean, it's awesome. To forever in my mind, I will always remember the fact that I got to be a part of Tyler's first solo show. So cool. So, so cool. That alone with itself, with a guy that I like, a, a band that I like, a crew that I like, and then all the other memories of meeting new people, new faces, new friends. Just magic. It was, it was magic. It was a, a wonderful, wonderful experience. And, and, you know, the biggest props to Tyler and his career and his crew and everything that he has going for him in the future. All, all I can say is, wow. Yeah. It was. We're in his corner. Oh, a hundred percent it was it it allowed me to smile it allowed me to miss you guys on a different level mm -hmm. it allowed me to remind myself why i stay home but at the same time it it did 
allow me to truly enjoy a passion that I had for many, many years in a different way mm-hmm. for once mm-hmm. and not a way of just about a monetary value. It was, it was a fun, very humbling, cool experience. And so all I can say is thank you to the Nelly crew as well, because I will always get to remember that I got to mix Nelly in two different ways yeah in a dj only and also a in a in a band club scenario and so, so forever cool. i will be grateful for those two these two memories that i got to do in cma fest and once again i i think i'm done doing cma fest and <laughs> you say that now you never know <laughs> well no I've, I've said it, I, but that's what i mean i've said it a thousand not a thousand times but i've said it many times like i will never you do another cma fest yep and it's probably because I, in a weird way, there's some sort of sick, twisted thing deep inside me where I just love that pain for the pleasure. But I I am truly, truly humbled. And I thank you as my wife and as my manager and as my friend that you gave me the opportunity to go out there and, and relive some cool memories. I'm glad you so, did. I'm so glad you did. Thank you, everyone. I uh, Again, big shout out to Tyler and his crew. Big shout out to Nelly and his crew. And uh, Spotify, way to go. Yeah. I mean, good job. 100%. It was a great, great experience. And so... Uh, Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Thanks for doing I think I need this. a deeper radio voice. Mm, I like your voice. Leave it alone. All right. <laughs> Until next time, everyone, we thank you so much for tuning in to Backyards and Bevies. Remember yes. to, if you haven't started following our sponsors, BetterHelp, Inked Vanity, mm-hmm. uh, Level Up Roofing, Earthworks Audio. Earthworks Audio. We, uh, we truly appreciate all that you guys do for us. And mm-hmm. so, round of applause. Round of applause. And, and here we go. Let's end the show. Cheers. Awesome. Bottoms up. Enjoy your week. Yeah. And, uh, we'll enjoy see you this soon. Uh, midweek and short. Enjoy this short midweek treat. Yes. See ya. See ya.